This is the Pulse Podcast, a somewhat regular production of the Evangelical Free Church of Canada. We're here today to talk about things that matter to your faith, your life, and the Free Church family. Hi, welcome to the Pulse Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Brad. I'm the Communications Catalyst, and Neil is my guest today. Neil is the uh, National Mission Director. How's it going, Neil? It's going great. Glad to be here. Good. I'm glad to have you. Um, What's on your heart right now, Neil? Well, as National Mission uh, Director, one of the things that I've been grappling with for a while is is this whole survey that we did a little while back and Mm -hmm. the statistics that grew out of that on sharing our faith and whether we do it or not and uh, how passionate we are about doing it. And uh, the thing that that is kind of stuck in my craw for a long time now uh, is this stat that we came up with, the the big stat, that uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being very low, 10 being very high, that we rated across the free church at 5.7 in terms of our passion to share our faith in Jesus. Right, so just a little over half is is kind just of a little that... over half, yeah. So in terms of a, I I know it's kind of subjective. I I know that that's a feeling. I know it rates passion level. I I I've heard lots of those kinds of comments back. Sure, I, I get that. It's it's subjective to a certain degree, and yet it says something about us, mm-hmm. and, and that that has kind of bounced around in my head for a long time. I mean, if we're going to become a mission movement again, that's what we keep talking about. And I think we are a mission movement at this point, but we want to improve. How do we get past a 5.7? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think this is kind of the question that's been driving so much of the way that we're thinking about um, and, and even organizing the EFCC in, in the past number of months and years, uh, it, it gave rise to the Revitalize um, concept, which was our conference theme back in, in 2018. Uh, and uh, so it's, it's right at our fingertips. This kind of stuff is, is key for all of us. Absolutely. Um, for me, one of the things that I kind of keep coming back to, it's a, it's a phrase that I picked up a number of years ago from uh, an author, Sky Jatani is his name, and, and he wrote a book. And one of the things that he really challenged me on and, and his readers on was, do we have a, this ravishing vision of Jesus? Um, and I sometimes wonder if that's not, I, I mean, we got all kinds of reasons that we could cite for yeah. being at a 5.7. Yeah, people are busy is a common one, right? Absolutely. But if we had this incredible vision of who who Jesus was and what he had done for us to the point where it just captured us completely, Mm -hmm. I I think that would change some things. Um, You know... I, I don't know. For me, that that's one of the key things that I've I've kind of thought about over the last while. It, partly because of my own personal experience, mm-hmm. um, sitting here in this job, you get doing a lot of stuff. It's all good stuff, and you get busy, yeah. and before you know it, 
it's kind of like you're running on automatic. Right. Right. And you got to go back and you got to think, like, why, why, why am I even doing this? Right. right. And and uh, I know I'm doing good stuff. I, I know it's for the kingdom of God. Uh, but deep down, what's my personal motivation? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's kind of been something I've even been grappling with in my own personal life and, and getting to a point where is a, a ravishing vision of Jesus capturing my heart. Right. As, as we've been thinking about this, this is not the first time I've heard you say this, and, and I, I love it. I, it gives me chills when we start getting into what that is, what it means, and, and what the implications are for our movement. Um, I think one of our responsibilities from home office is to, to help direct some of those ideas, to help build an imagination for what that is and how that it works itself. Like we're kind of the curators of the best ideas in a sense. And I haven't heard anybody say home office is that, uh, but, but that's, kind of, that's kind of the role um, or one of the roles that I, I see for us. Uh, do you perceive this as kind of a pragmatic thing? Is there a danger where um, the vision of Jesus is a pragmatic, we, it's another crank that we can turn that if we could just, you know, say the thing the right way, then we could get people to respond the right way and do the thing that we want simply them to do. Simply a means to an end. It simply means to an end, yeah. Yeah, I would hope not. Mm. Uh, yeah, because then, it, then it's just another thing that we do. It's another piece of the machinery, another cog, and, and, and we're in the same old spot. Right, because right. sooner or later we get tired of of the wheel churning and the machine trying to move, and 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 that to me is completely the wrong way to go. I I think Jesus has to be the treasure. Mm-hmm. When Jesus becomes the one thing, I I think of the parable of the guy who sells everything he owns to go and, and dig up the pearl in the field, right? And and that's a story that Jesus tells that I think emphasizes just how incredible life with Jesus is. And if that was what we were about, I think the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. Right. The rest of it is, is implications of living out the fact that we treasure Jesus above everything else. Right. And if we did that, I think 5.7 begins to grow. Right. Not because we force it to grow. Yeah. Because it naturally grows. Right. Well, Neil, I appreciate that perspective. That's awesome. I hope it's encouraging to to our listeners, too. Um, And we do long to see that um, response in people's lives through our movement. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. Hey, glad to be here. Bye for now. Thank you.